Time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Morning, Keith. Good morning. Let's start with the uh, political intrigue here in the, the drama, provincial the NDP. Opera. Yeah, so this is the fight to replace John Horgan here. Everyone thought David Eby, walk in the park for this guy, no problem. Along comes environmental activist Anjalia Potterai, and could she upset the apple Well, here? more clues of what's going on. John Horgan is now giving extensive, extended media interviews. Yeah. Uh, today he was on a local Victoria radio station for an hour with uh, former ministers Maureen Karagiannis and Carol James just happened to phone in to oh. express uh, support for him and wish him well. So it all seemed a bit staged. This is his farewell tour. So he seems to be on a farewell tour earlier yeah. than expected. Oh. So again, according to the NDP leadership game plan, the, the leader's supposed to be chosen December 3rd, which is still a long ways off. But he's giving interviews now, which... Is that another clue that uh, the fix is in? That uh, the, cor- the coronation gonna, is on for it's EB. It's going to be EB. Yeah. Uh, so the BC NDP executive meets next Wednesday. Elizabeth Call, the former cabinet minister who's the chief electoral officer for the party, is going to be submitting a report on what's going on. And so the widespread uh, expectations are either Apodurai's candidacy is null and void, not right. and disqualified, and or. Her, her memberships or the people she signed up, at least a good chunk of them, if not all of them, will be disqualified. Yeah, maybe they'll do the latter. Just let her say, okay, go ahead. You can have your name in the ballot, but we're disqualifying all your supporters. Yeah, they you can, you can lose 99% to one sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting because um, I think the signs are clear that uh, a whole bunch of the memberships, at the very least, are going to be disqualified. Right, and because they're they're double agents, right? They're from the Green Party. or the, This is what the, the NDP is trying to say, that this is some sort of takeover of the NDP by the Green Party. And a lot of people that she signed up are actually, what, secretly members of the Green Party, too. I think that's going to be one of the arguments. I've also heard that a bunch of the Ferry Creek protesters, yeah, 1,200 arrested, a bunch of them have signed party cards, and they're going to be disqualified well, should that, as well. Why would that disqualify you? Party can make any rule they want in terms of uh, disqualifying. So they can say if you were arrested at this blockade? Yeah. Anti-logging blockade, you're not allowed to be a member yeah, of the party? Po- political parties are their own entities. I mean, different political parties exercise different rules. B.C. liberals barred Aaron Gunn from running. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's no there's no rule book about that, but they decided, they made a decision that he is not going to run. They were worried about his huge social media presence swamping the party uh, in terms of uh, overwhelming the one-party, one-vote system, as the NDP fears the environmental movement is done in their case. Yeah. So the, uh, the federal conservatives dumped Patrick Brown as leader out of the blue without really providing an explanation. The one explanation we heard that a woman was put on the payroll or something. Again, there's no rule book. They just decided this is the rules they're going to exercise. And we've seen other political parties do this. Well, I think the writing's on the wall, too. I think they'll they'll stop on Julia Potterite. And they're going to take some by heat. By hook or by crook. They'll do it somehow. They'll take some, definitely take some heat about this. But I think yeah. the party's obviously decided better better to take the heat on this rather than... Let um, her win. <laughs> yeah, have, a, have a, an outcome that is completely unacceptable to the caucus. People forget about this also. The party's one thing. The caucus is another thing. The caucus is really what's relevant here, and the caucus is adamant that she cannot be None the of them leader. support her. I None mean, is there, any, is there a single declared MLA supporting no. her? No, there's not one. Okay. In fact, the question is, uh, I've heard from a number of MLAs, they, I'm, I wonder if she's even met any members of the caucus. Let's l- have a listen to what she had to say. She was on the show here yesterday, and we got it. We talked extensively about this whole situation. And I asked her about, you know, members of the Green Party coming over to support her for NDP leader. Here's what she had to say about that. When people switch 
parties to become a member of, of a different party, I see that as a good thing. And I am, I'm very happy that there, that my campaign and my candidacy has drawn a lot of people who vote green back to the NDP. Yeah. So she's saying that, you know, this is a, a party that competes with us, and now their people are coming over to us. What's the problem? Yeah, no, it's an interesting argument, but it's also an acknowledgement. That's just exactly what's going on. you got people from the Greens, and she's acknowledging this, or from the Green Party coming over to the NDP. Sure. There's a pretty bad split between the NDP and Greens. People think, oh, they're just a, you know, a shade different from each other. That's not the case. Yeah. There's some bad blood as a result of, uh, partly in result of the NDP uh, sort of kneecapping the Greens and calling an early election. And in many people's eyes, violating the confidence and, and supply agreement that they had there. So okay. there's quite a schism there. It's not the same party. I think the fix is in. I think so the, fi- the fix is in against so. her. And uh, it'll probably happen next week, I have a feeling. Okay, let's talk about, um, this is really interesting, David Eby, speaking of Eby, mm-hmm. endorsing Kennedy Stewart for re-election yeah. in Vancouver. Do we often, I don't think we see that a whole lot. No, we don't. Provincial MLA sort of getting involved, especially at that level. Caught a lot of people by surprise to see Evie, who's potentially the next premier, in all likelihood, the next premier, endorsing a mayoral candidate. Also, George Heyman on Twitter, uh, the environment minister, supporting David Evie. Joy McPhail. Supporting Kennedy Stewart. Sorry, supporting Kennedy Stewart. Uh, Joy McPhail, also on Twitter, supporting Kennedy Stewart, former uh, NDP cabinet minister, the new chair of uh, BC Ferries. Um, it's interesting, you and I have talked about this before. You go back to the beginning of the pandemic when Stewart had those regular news conferences demanding the provincial government bail him out. That one did not go over well with the NDP government at the time when everybody was reeling in shock, everybody's finances were cratered, and Stewart stood out as being the only mayor demanding uh, Victoria bail him out. That did not impress his NDP brethren. He's a former NDP MP. But now, you know, a couple years later, you're seeing some endorsements come from him. And They're trying to throw him a lifeline. I think he's I, in trouble. I think he's in trouble, too. So yeah. I've talked to some NDP MLAs from Vancouver who say, yeah, they, they sense he is in trouble, that Ken yeah. Sim has the momentum here. Uh, so it's interesting these endorsements are coming in the midst of that perception. Yeah, for sure. And we'll have a great debate on the, uh, the civic election coming up later in the show today, by the way. And Election Day is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think maybe E.B. as the presumptive next premier is worried about Ken Sim as the mayor of Vancouver, maybe not getting along with him, and that's why he wants Stewart? I, I don't think that's a big. I don't think that's much of a concern. Uh, Stewart's been more of a critic of the NDP again through this pandemic than than uh, so-called right-wing mayors have. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been quite critical of uh, Victoria early on not coming to Vancouver's aid, much more so than some other much more right-wing mayors have who have not criticized the provincial government. Okay, let's listen to Danielle Smith, the new premier of Alberta, uh, her first news conference here, and this comment that went pretty viral yesterday talking about people who are unvaccinated and how they're discriminated against. Have a listen to the, the Alberta premier here. The community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane to either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've 
ever witnessed in my lifetime. Okay, is that last part that people are zeroing in on, that they're the most discriminated group she's ever seen in her life? She is being completely and understandably ridiculed on social media for that last statement, the most discriminated group in in her lifetime. Uh, If you've talked to Indigenous people, I think they're going to have a different take on that. If you talk of any person of color, you're going to have a different take of that. If you're going to talk to gay people, you're going to have a different take on that. Uh, So her comments are seen as not only as almost laughable, just deeply offensive to so many people who have been the subject of discrimination. Well, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of people are creating lists of other discriminated groups saying like, oh, does this include like apartheid in South Africa? That was yeah. during your no, lifetime it, or the Uyghurs in China? No, she's a, it's a bit of a laughing stock, unfortunately, but it is an offensive comment to so many people. But it is consistent with her position on vaccine mandates, yep. right? Now, if, if she had stopped, if she had not gone to that last part, if she had just said that, you know, she's concerned about the discrimination that unvaccinated people have been subjected to, that would not be inconsistent with everything she's been saying for the last couple of years. No, no. And, and, I, and, 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 she, and out- she's right. I mean, when she, when she says that people are unvaccinated and she listed this it's all not those discrimination. Dis- how it's, is that not? It, they're, they're paying the consequences of not. But still technically discriminated. You're no, being think, discriminated I, I, against. Your, no, your civil not, freedoms not, are being curtailed. That's not the definition of discrimination. They're paying the consequences of, of not following public health or following the law, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's not discrimination. You know, on the other hand, though, I think if you look at how public thinking has evolved on this stuff, like at the very start of the pandemic, there was wide support for vaccine mandates. And then the support begin, begins to mm-hmm. wane as time goes by, right? And there are still groups like, for example, should healthcare workers, unvaccinated healthcare workers be allowed to go back to work? You know, these are sort of the remnants of the vaccine mandates. So the, a tiny, around. tiny, tiny percent of the population is affected by this. A tiny percent. There's 5.3 million people in BC. I think last count there was 2,000 health workers. Does this hurt her? I mean, she's speaking to her base there for, in Alberta. Probably doesn't hurt her worth of base, but, you know, when it comes around to election time, does that come back to a biter? The danger of speaking to your base is your base often isn't large enough to get you elected. So every time she puts her foot in her mouth like this, Rachel Notley just has a bigger smile. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that's going to be an interesting gonna, race. Notley will use these comments. This is going to be an NDP attack ad, no question, in yeah. the upcoming Alberta election. Paul Driesby, let's go right to your phone calls. Paul and Delta. Hi, Paul. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good? good. I'm good. Go ahead. Okay, I think that uh, the leader of the uh, Conservative, the new Premier, uh, who's going to be sworn in shortly, she's made her bed. And uh, she scammed her way into becoming the leader of the uh, Progressive Conservatives uh, in Alberta. And now okay, she, okay the, the party is what? The uh, un- U- United, United Conservative Party, party of yeah. Alberta. We're talking about Danielle Smith. How did she scam her way into it? And you're, when you say that, what do you mean? She, was, she said that she was going to use the... Uh, Sovereignty to get Quebec, uh, sorry, to get uh, Alberta out of the uh, Confederation. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she didn't say that. She didn't, she didn't say that. Hang on, hang on a second here. Not quite that. So the Sovereignty Act that she has promised would would allow Alberta to opt out of like basically laws, court rule, like federal laws that they consider basically unconstitutional or or overriding the provincial jurisdiction of Alberta. It's basically, we can opt out of your federal laws. So, and she's not backing down on that. She says she's still going to do it. Well, we'll see if her caucus supports us, whether it passes the House. But every constitutional expert says this is just sort of laughing out loud at this notion that Alberta thinks they can They'd probably do this. pass some sort of skeleton bill on it, and it'd probably never be mentioned or used again. 
I, come on, maybe, that's maybe not a bad read of it. Know. You know, Mike, I agree. I mean, maybe Skeleton Bill, that's a good way yeah. of, uh, of, of, of uh, describing it. Well, thank you. Uh, Joyce and <laughs> Write Chase. Write that down. Copyright. <laughs> Hi, Joyce. Hi. Hi. Go ahead. I'm, I was just commenting on the fact that I can understand how she got in because she's anti-everything. <clears throat> and uh, Alberta's known for that, so... I don't understand how people, and when she says you couldn't fly anywhere, you could get on a plane and fly to the States, and you didn't have to have any uh, papers or anything for that. No, that's not, that's not correct. You could not fly to the States no. under the vaccine mandate yeah, no. if you're unvaccinated. True, but she makes um, a good point about anti-everything. That's, that's not a bad position right now with a cranky electorate, particularly in Alberta, who always seems to have this... Um, perceived slight from other governments that they're somehow being treated unfairly. Uh, it's a sentiment that never seems to go away in that province. Yeah, and, you know, she is an eloquent speaker. I think she's a good communicator. Uh, she won fairly handily uh, it, this job. And I'm what I say fairly what, handily. She sort of it was stalled. close on the last ballot. <laughs> it, took but, si- it took six ballots, and yeah. she never really grew that much from ballot to ballot. She inched her way over the finish line. So she's inheriting... <clears throat> or now presiding over a fairly divided party. But <clears throat> but she did win. A win is a win. And the question is, though, can she beat Rachel Notley? That's the thing. That's what it all comes down to. And right now, Notley's chances are looking better oh. than than um, even. Dave in Kelowna. Hi, Dave. Go ahead. How you doing? Good. 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 Go ahead. Um, I go back to the the comments. What, well, let's start. What is the name of the sitting premier of Alberta right now? Danielle Smith. Daniel or Jason Kenney. Okay, well, yeah. we, um, we, oh, is it still, still technically it's still Jason Kenney? It's still Jason. It's going to be Daniel Smith. When is she being sworn right, right. in? Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Notley has been called out a few times, and just call her by name. That would be nice. It would be professional. Uh, back to her comments about discriminated identifiable groups. I'm a 50-year-old man. In my lifetime, in this country, I agree with her. I have never seen an identifiable group discriminated against in this country in 50 years the way it is happening right now. That's what okay. i got to well, say. There's, there's no other identifiable group that has been trapped in this country that can't leave. You know, like it says on page one of our passport, the holder of this passport has afforded all these rights, which has been, you know, we might as well just rip that page out of our passport, right? Did you, did you, support, um, did you support the vaccine mandate when it was announced, like two, two and a half, three years ago? No. Okay, so you were against it right from the start. Because, see, here's the thing. I think when it was... Thank you for the call. A 50-year-old white male saying that this is the most discriminated group is laughable. You're in Kelowna. Go out and visit some First Nations and see if they share your view. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, though, I think that the things that she is saying will appeal to a, a certain large segment of the Alberta population... But, I wouldn't say a large part of the population. Well, certainly the part that supported her for the job. and but the Which is a very is, small percentage of the population. The thing is you have to do, though, as we both know, like once you want a leadership like this and you have a job like this, you have to pivot now. You've got to pivot to yep. the middle and start appealing to people on the other side. And you're starting to see, to a small degree, but significant, Pierre Poliev is starting to do that right. at the national stage. As you and I both predicted, he would shed some of these talking about some of these fringe issues and talk about more mainstream ones. And we'll see if Daniel Smith does the same.